It's the River City Podcast Federation. Hello and welcome to Afternoonified. The podcast where... I'm Emily. And I'm Ryan. (laughs) My throat hurts. I looked over and for a second I was like, what's that hand doing there? But it's my hand. Well, it's not my hand, but it's... Well, you own it. It's a hand that I own. That's not attached to you. It's not attached not to attached. me. Not um, attached. For anyone who wonders what she's talking about, Emily has a pair of disembodied hands that she keeps in her apartment. And basically all we use them for now fake. is... They're fake. They're fake hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're fake disembodied <laughs> hands. Um, but basically all we use them for now is since I'm allergic to Emily's cat, I use them to pet the cat and the cat loves them. So they were from a, uh, they were props. I don't just have disembodied have hands. hands. I you, have well, hands. you do have hands. <laughs> Those you do have. Um, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we're talking about weird sounds, which explains <laughs> that weird cold open that we're not going to talk about. Well, we just. Never mind. Whatever. We're going to talk about the bloop. Bloop is in here. Um, although I don't cover it as heavily because there's not a lot to say about it. Because it's just a bloop. Pretty much. Also, you have to speed it up like 16 times yeah, to yeah, actually yeah. hear it. Like all of these. So I put all of the, like the bloop, the upsweep, all of those I've rolled together into our first one, which are all weird sounds that have been picked up by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration or NOAA. Ocean sounds. But yeah, so they all were recorded underwater, which considering we've only explored like 1% of the ocean, they could all be described by volcanic activity, earthquakes, ice quakes, icebergs, animals we've never seen before, boats, military activity. There are so many possible explanations. Aliens. We're aliens. We're never actually going to figure it out. So I just rolled them all together into one because it's not, to me, worth going over each individual Noah sound because they're all very similar. They have to be sped up 20 times to be able to hear the weirdness about them. And they're all explained by like the same thing. So the three most commonly referred to um, Noah sounds picked up were the bloop, like um, you said, which was really ultra low frequency and it's consistent with big marine animals, which is what makes this one weird. Okay. Is it sounds like a whale, but it's much louder than any whale we've ever met. I have met a lot of whales. Well, I have not, but there are people who have, and they have not met this one. Let's, I'm going to listen to the bloop, and you will also listen to the bloop. So you can listen to the upsweep if you want, and the slowdown, they're all pretty much the same sound, except one goes whoo, and the other one goes whoo. And the other one goes, woo. Like, they're pretty much the same sound. Upsweep. Okay, so that's the upsweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we cover the Julia? Uh, I don't talk about it specifically because it's not different enough from the upsweep or slowdown. I kind of just rolled all these into the Noah sounds. Um, bloop, I just mentioned that it's potentially blue whale sounding, but too loud. I think you mean blue bloop whale. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's their cousin, the bloop whale. Much louder. A lot blobbier. <laughs> A lot bloopier. Mm-hmm. 
They're just like kind of vague differences in like, ocean sounds. It sounds like someone might be saying it's Julia, but they're like underwater in a different <laughs> room. <laughs> like it's like a ghost. Exactly. I, I don't put much stock into it. Um, the bloop, though, a little bit of interesting stuff about it. Scientists now think that the sound was actually either ice shifting or an iceberg scraping the ocean floor. Over the course of time, which is why you have to speed it up 16 times. Yeah, exactly, because it was just like a slow scrape against a shallow part of the ocean. And by shallow, I mean not shallow, but shallow compared shallow to Shallow comparative to an iceberg. Yeah, or compared to the Mariana Trench. Mariana? Mariana Trench. Right? Yeah, that one. The big one. The big one. The trench. The trench. Um, here's a interesting factoid about the bloop. It has been roughly triangulated to be somewhat more or less in the same area as... A fictional island from H.P. Lovecraft's short story, The Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu, that one. That aren't you supposed? Isn't it supposed to be like a word that's not pronounceable or something? Isn't Cthulhu. It like part of the thing? Yeah, but isn't that like part of the thing in the story? Is that it's like an alien word that humans can't say? Like that's not actually. I'm gonna seen. lose all of my credentials, but H.P. Uh, Lovecraft is really boring to read. Yeah, um, they're the island that Cthulhu is from or something like that is like a sunken interdimensional city i guess called relaya relaya or something like that anyway yeah sure where he says that that island or that city is is where the bloop came from so that's a little spoopy i mean probably spoopy spoopy no spoop oh oh it has to be spoopy here bloopy oh i got really excited about a pun i didn't even make bloopy Sploopy. Sploopy. Oh, anyway. So that's kind of interesting about the bloop. The upsweep and the slowdown are just kind of abnormal waves and frequencies heard underwater. Again, these are really vague since they're underwater sounds. They could be literally anything, anywhere. Um, Who knows what they are? Ice, tectonic plates, volcanoes, military activity... Most likely underwater volcanoes or shifting ice. Yeah, it Explain sounds all these. like it's very easily, ex- well, not easily explained by something um, scraping. Mm-hmm. Also, how much do we really know about how sound and stuff travels and interacts with water, depending on water temperatures? Like, I'm sure we know quite a bit, but probably Especially, less than we know about how sound travels in air. Well, and if it's really deep, like... Yeah, does the pressure of something coming from the deep ocean impact how well the sound waves move? Like, we... I feel like understand so much less about how sound moves underwater that we can't really explain any of these. And I don't think we will be able to for a very long time. So yeah. they're not really worth talking about because they're so, there's well, so glad many we did this factors. episode about them. That's, this is why I, I chunked all of the Noah sounds together because okay. they're all just equally vague and blah. Wait, did you find shit that wasn't just underwater? Because oh, hell yeah. I skipped as many underwater sounds as I could because I found much better sounds. Those were specifically the ones that I was talking about. I know. They're they're the least interesting on this list. I talked about them first because they're the ones everyone knows and we got them over with. Let's get well, on to the creepy shit. Fuck. Okay. okay. So Colossi of Memnon are these two huge creepy Egyptian statues and there was an earthquake in uh, 20 no, before that. 19... 19- no it's bc so it would be 21 okay um anyway a long time ago in the bc in the bcs in the bcs um 
there was an earthquake that eroded one of the statues down so it's like there's like a crack that goes all the way down through its pedestal and like the front of its face is gone and i mean they're really eroded at this point anyway so they both kind of look faceless either way just thinking about that scene in bruce almighty where he's at niagara falls eroding eroding (laughs) yes that's exactly like colossi of memnon (laughs) (laughs) jim carrey ruined the word eroded for me oh okay that's yeah eroded um anyway they are fucking massive they're huge they used to protect a palace that was there that's no longer there obviously because we only ever talk about the statues out front the bunny ears yeah the the statues (laughs) out front um but the palace was supposedly 86 acres what yeah that's a city that that's yeah so many have tried none have succeeded in building a structure that big at least in that time um anyway this is what's interesting is that at dawn, the one that's broken makes a twanging sound similar to like a plucked violin string or what? like a like feedbacky violin string. Only the broken one makes a sound. It always happens with two, within two hours of sunrise and it has been recorded as long ago as 20 BC, which means that it's been doing this for 2000 years. It's been making this twangy sound in the morning and it happens more in the spring than it does any other season but it's only the broken one. And the explanation we were given by scientists was that it has something to do with how quickly the dew is evaporating out of the cracks. But there are plenty of cracked structures and ancient things in the world and none of them twang at sunrise. I was going to say, maybe it was like some sculptural, like not sculptural, uh, uh, structural. Uh, yeah. Structural. Well, how like, is that the only structure that makes that sound? Well, though? if there's a flaw in it and then it's specific to the way that it cracked, like maybe the way i don't fucking but i feel know. like we would have seen it in one other building at some point but maybe, nothing else makes that sound and only at sunrise maybe it's also a combination of materials so stuff like built yeah. from that material that that that's that in old. that way at that time with this putty with that crack in the exact spot facing the sun at this angle only in the springtime like yeah, yeah i mean i guess but Still, that doesn't seem like a good enough explanation, you know? Like, well, it's still creepy do? and weird. So it's, look it's up you got to look up the sound because they think that this sound has to do with do. 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 I love do. You do? I do. What? Weird, right? That's that like a cartoon. That ain't fucking do. That is not <laughs> do, bitches. Science is lying. That is not do. Anyway. I know she's yelling, Lucy. Sorry. She's very passionate about I it. I am, because they're fucking wrong. That's not do. That is so not do. That's bad guitar tuning. Anyway, I've got a local goodie for you. Oh. Um, this one takes place in Forest Grove, Oregon, which is just on the other side of Hillsboro. Uh, about 20 miles from here. Um, so... Oh, you're doing small mouth. You're excited. I am because it was so close. In I didn't write down the year and I should have, but it was like 2014 or 2016. It was very recently. I think it was 2016. There was a loud, like really mechanical sound that was heard like all over Forest Grove and they got over 200 phone calls to the police reporting the sound and they never figured out what made it. They had Northwest Natural check gas lines. The power company checked all their power stations and power lines. Like everyone checked everything and they couldn't figure it out 
And the part about this that's weirdest is that the best conclusion that the police and fire department came up with was that it was an attic fan or a heater heard by 200 people. Uh, I'm a call bullshit. Have we heard? Um, have we heard the sound? No, is no it, one recorded it's not it. Recorded? No, it's not recorded. But they said it was like a mechanical like screech or oh, here's this is the description I really liked of it. Sounded like someone playing a violin with a busted bow into a microphone with the gain to high and constant feedback. So it's just like this, like like mechanical like scream. I mean, I had a car that made that sound if you turn the wheel too far to the right. Yeah, like that, but like so loud all of Forest Grove heard it. That's weird. Are I don't know if you know this, but are there any um, factories or anything in Forest Grove? Mm, none that would have made that sound. Nothing that fit. I mean, police investigated it for a month and couldn't figure out oh, what caused it. No, mm. we never got a conclusion on it. They just uh, closed the case. I mean, it, mm, I don't know. Like, if it was... a a car doing the thing but it was in a spot where like even if it echoed forest grove isn't a close town it's a spread out like it's like a spread out town you know like it would have had to be really loud like echoing through the sky loud it's true plane i'm thinking train 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 breaks train but i'm not sure we don't know and it's never happened again on Mm-mm. record. Nope, that's it. That's the only one. I just threw that in because it was local to us, and that's that's interesting. That is weird. Um, next is probably one of the scariest ones. Second scariest, maybe third, depending on your creep factor. <laughs> this one, it this one is really creepy. Um, they're called sky trumpets. So this sound has been heard for years all over the globe. Indonesia, Japan, Canada, USA, Germany have all reported hearing the sound. So sky it's trumpet global. just sounds like a euphemism for like a fart. I don't know. Well, they call it a sky trumpet because supposedly it sounds like Gabriel's trumpets at like the gates of heaven. Which, I mean, if that's the sound they make when you go to heaven, uh, send my ass the- to hell, please. That's it. It comes from the sky, though. sounds like a train okay but it's been heard in like remote indonesia it's been heard in germany japan it's been heard in a lot of places and sometimes it's more musical sounding listen to a few other examples because they're all a little bit different but loud and similar enough that they think it's the same thing yeah here's another it's like the sound that war of the worlds makes in the movie That's what I said. That's the thing is that it doesn't ever fit a train schedule. It's too loud. Even like a really loud train shouldn't be that loud. Like it was like shaking windows and stuff on houses. Hold on. Here's one from Oregon. It's 335 in the morning and I keep hearing this noise that wakes me up. Yeah. 
That's what hell sounds like when you open up like the gates to it just goes and sucks you in. That's... Not to make another as above so below reference, but yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's what the gates of hell sound like. I'm going to say that's not Gabriel's trumpet. But that's why they call it Sky Trumpets is because they think it sounds like Gabriel's trumpet. And it comes from the sky and it's so loud and like all encompassing and so like, I don't know, like hits like that nerve that's like deep in your gut, you know, that you're just like something's wrong. So Canada. Canada. Indonesia. Indonesia. Japan. USA. Germany. Just Germany, not like France or surrounding areas? Uh, there are probably more, but those are kind of the prominent ones. Those are like some of the loudest, most heard, most well-documented ones. But it's been heard tons of places all over the globe for years. There have been many, many cases of this. Uh, do we have an idea of when this started? Um, No, I don't have really a good record of that. That's the hard thing is that people report noises all the time. And we were just like, hey, this is kind of a pattern because it's a really similar noise now that we have recordings but we don't know how far back they go. Like, we don't know a ton about it because every case is a little different. The evidence is a little different. Yeah. So yeah. kind of hard to say. So let's see. The best that we have is that it's some sort of industrialized sound, like train brakes or a ship or something like that, or military activity. Isn't Germany landlocked? Yeah. Well, that one wouldn't be a ship. That one would probably be a train. But they're all mechanical, so they could all have different origins and have a similar sound like train breaks and opening a warehouse door wrong or something like that could sound the same which is why i think it's it's possible to pop up in multiple places it's just the sound of metal on metal in a certain way i guess i I don't know it's just it's just so loud and it echoes so much and it's just like everywhere maybe it's a specific kind of plane maybe that's the thing is that's why some people think it's military activity. Um, but it's that can be a little bit conspiracy theory-ish, you know? This is not a conspiracy theory podcast. So this is actually my favorite explanation of it. And this scares the ever-living shit out of me because NASA has commented on it. And oh. NASA gave their explanation. And I trust NASA. NASA thinks that it's actually the Earth's natural background sound because the Earth emits, or all planets emit radio waves all the time, but they're usually out of human hearing frequency. They're out of most creatures' hearing frequency. But they think that sometimes maybe like some shift in solar energy or something changes the radio waves to where they enter human frequency. So that's just the sound of the Earth screaming. That's the sound the Earth makes. (laughs) Now you want to hear about planets screaming, wait till we get to Saturn because that one's scary. Saturn makes weird sounds that don't sound like any other planet. So, like, if you landed on Saturn, you would just... Well, no, you wouldn't really hear it. It's more, we're measuring the radiation and translating that into sound waves that we can hear. So, it's not that it's actually screaming in space, but it makes the radiation and radio waves that come off of it translate to a really awful sound. If I were spinning as fast as the Earth was spinning, I would also be Be screaming. screaming. (laughs) Well, you are spinning as fast as the Earth is spinning. So yeah, that scares the crap out of me because that means that that really awful War of the World sound is happening right now in your very own Sorry. home. I just had this really weird, like, you know when you have random thoughts and your brain just, like, can't handle it? Yeah. So, like, if you had a balloon floating in a car that was going 90 miles an hour, floating. Like, it's not sitting on the thing that's carrying it. It's just in the air. Yeah, like, the why thing. is it not going back? Yeah. Yeah. I have the same question all the time. I also always wonder, if you have a bird that, say, can fly 30 miles an hour, and you're in a car that's going 60, and you toss that bird up and it flies, what happens? Does it, like, to the back of the car and hit the back windshield, or does it fly in the car? 
I feel like it would fly, it fly around the, the car. car. It flies in the car because, like, haven't you ever had like a, a bee in the car? Exactly. Same thing with like an airplane. Like jets in the sky are going like 500 miles an hour. If you put a bird on that plane, why is it not flying to the back? The other one that always gets me is if you're on a boat and the boat's going like 50 miles an hour and we don't take into account like wind, you know, if you can somehow make it so it's like in a vacuum and you're standing on the very back of the boat and you jump straight up and come back down. Do you land on the boat or do you land in the water? Does the boat leave underneath you or do you, are you going like this because the boat's moving? I've jumped on a boat before and you just come back down. In the same place. In the same place. But that's what's weird. It's like, it seems like physically you would go. But like when you're going that speed, like physics keep applying at that speed. I don't know. I don't know physics Are you in the boat's gravitational pull at that point? We're asking the real questions now. Here on Afternoonified, we don't have answers. We just have questions. What happens if a bird flew in an airplane? I think it would just fly in an airplane and then the flight yeah, attendants would be mad. I just find it that like a bee can fly in a car, but the it's just a really fast bee at that point. But what if, okay, this is a really, I feel like this is a dumb question, but what if you were in a car that had no windows? Like a bee can't fly in a convertible. No, because the air current would blow it away. Okay, but what if you were driving 70 miles an hour and your bee can only fly 10 miles an hour? You know, it, it, it would fly within the car, but what if you're driving a car, a convertible, no windows, in a vacuum? Would it still get sucked back? So all of this is you have to take out wind resistance because all of it is explained by wind resistance. But if there was no wind resistance, would the bee fly with the car or would the bee fly back? Or would you overtake the bee as if the bee was flying over the car? See, these are the real questions. If you know physics, please write us an email and explain this to us because I have been asking people this question and these questions for years. I asked my high school physics teacher and she couldn't tell me. We are very dumb and we need help. Help us. I've always wanted an answer to this. Please, someone give me the answer to this. If you understand the question, I know we kind of want to roundabout. Yeah, we asked like three different ones. But if you know the answer to any of those questions, that don't, and the answer doesn't involve boats own gravity, <laughs> then uh, actually no. Let email. us know if boats have their own gravitation. I don't pull. think they do, but if they do, I want to know about it. So send us an email. Find us on our website. God, this no. isn't the end of the episode. Don't My go anywhere. Oh. I know, right? Okay, so that was what sound? That was potentially the sound of the earth. It's oh, also sky Gabriel's trumpets. 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 It makes me wonder if maybe they heard that sound way, way back in ancient times and gave Gabriel a horn in heaven to describe that sound. Like, which came first, the horn or Gabriel with this trumpet? You mean like someone in the Bible times heard the sound and was like, that's an angel. Well, okay. Well, we have to be a little bit atheistic right now because I'm talking about whoever wrote the Bible and I'm not talking about Jesus or any, let's see, was Jesus, it like the apostles or Jesus something? Jesus didn't write the Bible. He Either had way. a ghostwriter. Whichever person ghost actually wrote the Bible, did he give Gabriel trumpets and say there were trumpets in heaven just on a whim and now we have this sound and now we're using what Gabriel's trumpets to describe it? Gabriel is an angel. I know. That's what I'm saying. He gave Gabriel trumpets when he wrote the book. It's I'm, okay. I'm assuming that the Bible is fiction. Okay. Okay. Yes, so it is. the guy who wrote the book called the Bible. Okay. He decided to give the character Gabriel trumpets in heaven, but 
Did he give them trumpets in heaven? And then later on in Earth's history, people heard this funky no- noise and said, you know what that sounds like? I bet that's Gabriel with his trumpets. Or did they hear this noise and this guy wrote Gabriel into the Bible to have trumpets to explain what this noise is? Which so came you, first, so, the Gabriel or the noise? So you mean there was a version of the Bible without Gabriel's trumpets and then in a later edition? No, like the guy had been hearing this sound his whole life. Like this sound had always been there because it's the sound of Earth. And it's like, you know, how... A lot of cultures will write stories to explain how the stars got into the sky. Oh. Like that. Like, did he write Gabriel having a trumpet to explain why we hear that sound sometimes? That sounds likely. See, it could be either, though. Like, it's kind of like. Did we apply the sound to Gabriel or did we apply Gabriel to the sound? It's kind of like how they try to explain rainbows with Noah's Ark and God's promising that he'll never flood the earth with rain again. Exactly. It was just a story to explain rainbows. Incorrectly. Yes. Um, is it the same thing with the sound, or did people hear the sound and decide, you know what that probably sounds like? Gabriel, Gabriel's trumpets. I uh, just finished reading Angels and Demons, uh, like, yesterday. So... Do you have the answer? I do not. Mm. I am just very annoyed with religion's relation to science right now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always been a, an iffy battle. Um, um, I mean, if you take Dan Brown's word for it, like, many people died because of it. Well, yeah, and you know, I think he had a had a little truth in there. Yeah, you know. Um, so while we're talking about Earth, I mentioned Saturn. So let's just jump right in on Saturn. I'm gonna get on. Just type in sounds of Saturn, and you'll hear them. There's a couple different ones because if there's I get a sound a of jazz Saturn, trio for this. <laughs> I'm gonna say it probably wasn't right. Um, so Saturn itself basically screams, but the asteroids or whatever that are orbiting Saturn make like a sound all right well let's listen to that okay they call saturn the wailing woman that's just the sound saturn makes that's not wailing that's screaming Isn't that kind of terrifying? The other planets don't make that sound. I mean, Pluto might. They, most of them like hum or like, like they're they're not like that at all. Anyway, Saturn, super freaky. Um, that's like the asteroid belt around Saturn. No mass. I know. Creepy. It makes it so much more eerie when you hear that. However, that's just when you take measurements of radiation and turn that into sound, like bring that frequency down so much that we can hear it at a human level. That's what it sounds like. But it, it's not literally screaming in space. Like it's not you, flying through space going, Whoa! Well, there's no sound in space. Exactly. Well, there's mean, no air to tr- carry. If there was air in space, you still wouldn't be able to hear Saturn. Uh- all right, so so Saturn is screaming, and that's we have an exclamation exclamation for that. Yeah, we have um, an ex- explanation for why Saturn is screaming. It just it's just the sounds that it emits. We don't know why it specifically emits those kind of waves where other planets don't, and it probably has something to do with like the elemental makeup of the planet. We just don't know enough about Saturn to. But what if hell is actually on the inside of Saturn? It could be. I've always heard whenever people say, like, you know, like, hell is below our feet or whatever, that that doesn't make sense and that really heaven and hell are, like, other planets in the galaxy. I mean, I would buy that. 
And oh. there are so many planets and the universe is so big that you could definitely plop heaven on one and hell on another and it wouldn't be that weird. And a purgatory planet. That's where we're on. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. The next one, a lot of people will have heard of, but maybe not know the name of, but they call it UVB-76. Is this that Russian uh, transmission? Yeah. Okay. So it's a radio station that usually plays a really unpleasant droning, like, hum sound. Um, probably just to make people think that the station is inactive or broken or something, so they change to another station. Like, people don't just sit on that station. Uh, it's a Soviet, like, call station, isn't it? Well, yeah, but we don't know what it is or exactly where it's coming from. We nailed it down to a city, but that's it. But the thing is, they play that unpleasant hum for a lot of the time, just so that way people don't sit and listen to that channel, because they also read names and codes and numbers over that channel periodically within the humming. And the station has been going since like the Cold War. So they think that it's a way for Russians to transmit information to spies. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to listen to that. Okay. It's just like unpleasant sounds for most of it, but... So there's this had like piano music under it. Sometimes, yeah. It plays a lot of different things and a lot of the time there'll be a voice that'll read out codes and kind of a droning voice. That's what I was trying to find. Mm -hmm. The codes are usually just like numbers and stuff and some words that are hard to make out and uh, we've had tons of code breakers work on it. Like USA military code breakers have never been able to figure yeah, it out. This looks like it might have some voices. So uh, we're going to listen to that. <laughs> okay so like 800 percent russian yeah exactly it's super russian but no code breakers have ever been able to figure it out and we also haven't been able to trace exactly where it's coming from we you know said, that it started in moscow but moved to saint petersburg at some point well that's not surprising yeah but there's, that's where it comes from that's, that's the closest we've gotten is that it comes from saint petersburg i know there's other cities in russia those are the only two I know. but those are the only two that i think people live in yeah and or at just, least semi-normal it's people. just yetis and people with fur coats and the rest of it <laughs> even in saint petersburg and like even in saint Moscow, petersburg i think it's like it's a lot of those big hats and, and like fur muffs yeah yeah and like boob-shaped towers yeah 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 they make it look like they somehow touched india at some point and transferred it up to russia doesn't make a lot of sense um so before we get to the last one which of all of the sounds i listened to going down this rabbit hole scared the ever-living shit out of me the most and i listened to evp oh fucking yeah EVPs. we're not gonna cover evp that's because that's so episode. big that's a whole that's episode. A episode that's an emily episode exactly <laughs> so we're not talking about evp today i'm gonna let emily listen to those because they scare this ever living shit out of me and i don't really to to evps of all of the ghostly stuff that's what gets you yeah they freak me out <laughs> i think it's because they're always like within kind of a static sound and there's something about the sound of static that's like so unnerving to me you're not a white noise person are you no no, no. i don't mind i'm really into like the 
I think they're called binaural beats or binaural yeah, 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 yeah. beats. I like those. I can't handle like staticky sounds, like white noise, brown noise, none of that stuff. Is brown noise, just mm. any of this, the colored noises, I'm not into. But um, I also want to mention one other that I forgot to put in my notes, but saw, and a lot of people are going to probably mention, is um, the Lost Cosmonaut. Um, so these two Mexican, I guess, scientists of some sort, um, discovered this transmission that they claim came from outer space of an astronaut who got left up there. And the conspiracy theory behind it is Ugh. that before Russia ever sent Yuri Gagarin or whatever his name was, the first cosmonaut ever to go to space, before they ever sent him, they sent a cosmonaut to space without ever making a record of it because they didn't know how it was going to go and they didn't want to tell the whole country if the person died. So they just didn't tell anyone that they shot someone into space. Um. This is all conspiracy. It usually is. But these two people claim that they got the last transmission from the woman that had gotten launched into space by Russia. Um, And basically she like pleads for help and talks about oxygen a lot. And they think that it was like the last thing she said before she died in outer space. Um, Hold on. I think it's a big fat hoax, but it's, it's unnerving to listen to for sure. Let's. yeah again that's very easy to just um, yeah we could record that now yeah so no one's ever been able to fully understand what it is that she says but parts have been translated and she basically is like asking for help in a lot of them um do you remember what year this was uh I want to say it was in like the 60s. Okay. So it was around the right time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, the reason I think that it's fake, on top of many others, but the big one is that... The moon landing was a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but if Russia decided to send somebody out into space... It wouldn't have that- sent a woman? Well, that's also part of it, but also, well, they probably would send a woman because a woman's life was less valuable, but whoever it was that they sent into space probably was someone that signed up to go to space, and if you signed up to go to space and be the first person ever out there, you know your odds of coming back are slim, therefore you're probably not out there begging for help. You know what I mean? I don't... I feel like the first person, the the person brave enough to be like, you know, that big blackness in the sky, you're going to launch me out there with no plan of how to get me back. Like, you have to know that you're going to die up there. I guess. But there's also that survival instinct where, I mean, you try, you you have to try. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like maybe they would be whoever it was that was the first person to go would probably be like, this is what I see. This is what I'm experiencing. Like trying to just send information back because they would have been an astronaut or, you know, a scientist, basically. They would have been, I think, trying to further the space program rather than trying to help themselves, which not necessarily the case. I mean, you don't know how you're going to react when you're in a life or death or I guess a death or death situation like that. Just death. The only option is death. But I feel like the first person to ever let themselves be launched out there would be 
like guts of steel probably wouldn't be begging for help maybe but also they're dying yeah i mean i get that she talks about oxygen a lot like oxygen last breath of oxygen like she says something like that so i think it's like her running out of oxygen and like maybe just talking so people know when she goes yeah so not necessarily written off but it's one that I'm on the fence about, really, it, it but I'm leaning towards a no. Yeah. Because uh, even then, I don't think any guys with some backyard, you know, just like, oh, we accidentally picked up a cosmonaut signal. Like, I don't think they were picking up But how up cool is the name space. Cosmonaut? I love the name Cosmonaut. It's amazing. <laughs> um, okay. Um, there's another one that's always mentioned in weird sound videos when you watch them online, but I'm not going to talk about because it was a video, not a sound. Like we weren't going to talk about the last one? Well, yeah, okay. Um, you know the whole like Max Headroom. Oh incident? my god, I love that one. Everyone talks about that. I'm not covering it today because that's a video, and we'll. I discovered so many weird, unexplained you like videos that have been posted online that people think are linked to serial killers and to murders that they can't trace. Yeah. I will cover that episode if you want me to, but I'm gonna save that for an episode more more along the right vein. I don't think it fits this theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the Max Headroom thing is its own thing. It's very yeah. creepy. It is. The At first, I thought it was just like some dumb teenagers that hacked in, but they said that the amount of equipment you would have had to do in that day to hack yeah. into the station is like you would have to go out specifically and buy an entire professional TV-grade studio in order to do that, which means that this person was committed to getting that message out. Yeah. It wasn't just like something for fun. Yeah. Um, they Just the amount of like hacking into the the tv station alone um anyway not talking about that even though we're talking about that okay so this is the worst one this one gives me goosebumps it gives me chills well, i hate pitch, it all of the youtube thumbnails that are coming up are like oh have you looked it up already very creepy yeah. yeah oh it's terrifying so this one's called the old tape and it was a wkcr 89.9 new york broadcast in 1997 and a lot of people think this might be fake because only one person seemed to have happened to record it which isn't abnormal because who's just like randomly recording radio stations yeah i mean but there's only one recording that we know of yeah no one's come forward with another but so far, this is the only recording of this incident. Okay, before we talk about it, um, let's, let's listen, listen to, it. to it. Is this great? Yeah. It, this, is, this is it before it starts. Okay. You'll know. It, like, makes me want to cry, like, listening to it. It starts reading names and dates. It does that sound and breathe, that sound and breathing, sound and breathing. And then it starts reading names and dates, like in a droning voice. I genuinely hate this. I know, like, it makes me tear up every time I listen to it because it scares the shit out of me so bad. It just, like, hits something deep inside that's, like, instinctually knowing it's bad. No! You haven't even gotten to the names and dates. It starts going like Bob Jones, August 25th, 1997. Like it just reads them out. And then it goes right back to the radio station as normal. It takes a little while. It's kind of long. Go 
go to like three quarters of the way through it. think that I'm gonna have to have Travis like over here when I'm editing that part because I don't want to have to listen to it again. again and even um in episodes that I record like the uh oh fuck what did we do a couple weeks ago the the Tulpa one mm. I'm I was at home alone I was listening to it like it wasn't even that creepy but like my computer doesn't face the room oh, my back so it's is, hard it's hard having your back to the room when so you're talking creepy. about creepy stuff um Editing boohaha is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I'm sure. This is, yeah. This is, that, I, of I, everything I heard, I, that unsettled me so deeply. I expected, deeply. like, a man's voice, but that was... It's just, like, a woman, and she sounds like she's in a trance or something. Like, that's not how yeah. people talk. I don't even care if you're bored reading names. You don't talk like that. And also that, that E sound, it's not... That's not a, like, mechanical, no, like, that's interruption. A, that's someone saying, like, ee! Like, that's a, that one sounded, like, vocal. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. I hate it. I, I hate know, it. Right? Like, I just feel, like, cold and hot all over, and I have chills, and it makes my eyes water. Like, that one. I feel like, like the back of my neck is exposed, and I'm facing, like, my back is to a wall, and I still feel, like, not protected enough. Okay, so remind me of the story behind this again. Okay, so it called the old tape, WKCR 89.9 New York broadcast, happened in 1997. Um, some kid, I guess he had like a hobby of going through radio stations and he would just switch stations until he heard something interesting and he would record a little of it and then switch again. So we just had like recordings of just like chunks of the radio. Okay. Yeah. Interesting project in 1997. You don't know. Maybe he's making a mixtape. Yeah. yeah, Something like that. Like whatever. Fine. Um, it's just, it's hoaxy because it's so insane and there's only one recording of it. Um, even if it is like yeah props man we don't really know the radio station says that it it didn't do it it doesn't claim it at all they say that they don't have any record of it happening but i don't think they were like recording their station you know what i mean like they don't have like i don't think that's usually a thing no you don't you have like a running recording of everything that happens maybe nowadays just because it's so easy to store stuff but back then can you imagine the number of floppy disks just like the tape reels and stuff yeah yeah but still we don't know what it is there's never been able no one's ever been able to find a pattern to the names and dates or been able to like understand enough of it to get enough to try to find a pattern yeah but something about that sound is just like there's a part of me that thinks it's not a hoax just because like there's like people making those kind of sounds like like for fun you know and they're doing like something funny on the radio or like trying to have a hoax but something about that sound was so deeply unsettling there is like something instinctual in me that feels like bad vibes from that going back to the max headroom thing Mm -hmm. um that 
it it happened. It was serious. It wasn't just someone fucking around. They had to have been trying to say something, but they didn't say it. No one understands what he was trying to say. I've it seen say much. I've seen some um like tra- not translations, but um Ex- try explanations or no ah, fuck what's the word transcriptions. transcriptions transcriptions i watched it last night he doesn't say he says anything, stuff and but it's... nothing that makes sense he doesn't come oh, no. on and like give some speech yeah, or no. message um and i think like even this is just to fuck with people it's mm-hmm. it's just to show people that like breaking them out of the, their box in some way like you know shaking them out of like oh this is the pleasant radio this is pleasant tv it's like oh, breaking them out of the, yeah yeah it's like breaking them out of whatever brainwashing is happening but the thing about the max headroom thing is that if he was trying to get out a message which it seems like he was because it would have been so expensive for him to do this that they actually think that there's a theory that he broke into the studio while the news broadcast or whatever that the or the Doctor it, it Who broadcast. Doctor Who, yeah. Well, it happened twice. Yeah, he interrupted yeah, two yeah. different shows. Yeah. Um, but they think that he broke into the studio, into one of the sound rooms, and did it in the studio. Theoretically, but also there were like set pieces and costume changes. Yeah, he gets spanked by a French maid during one part. Yeah. Um, and he just like wheels his head around. They don't know why he picked Max Headroom. No one's been able to trace this guy. And trust me, everyone on the dark web has tried because everyone wants to be the guy that discovers. Yeah. But um, I mean, this was like 30 years ago. But We're not going to figure it out. The anymore. the radio station specifically, like maybe it was someone who like broke into one of their broadcasting rooms in the middle of. Well, radio would have been easier, but the radio Max Headroom was thing was hard because it was, TV, it was TV and it was also in 77. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So, yeah. The Max Headroom thing, I think, was just... This just seems Someone a little crazy spent all that money thinking that they had something to say, but it just only makes sense to them, maybe. This... I mean, this could have actually happened and been a prank. Yeah. But... Jesus Christ! They did a good fucking job, because it's, it's also not over the top in a way that makes it hoaxy you know like it's not the sound of someone being murdered yeah, like if someone's doing a hoax they tend to take it too far yeah this is a, it's a tasteful hoax yeah like it's so i don't want i hate saying tasteful but it's so i guess tasteful it's like that, the movie the witch where it's not like overblown with a bunch of like special yeah. effects it's the blair witch project yeah it's like the scariest things are things that aren't you scary they're see. unsettling or unnerving yeah. Th- those are the worst because they're the most real yeah it, I mean, because this person isn't, like, threatening you. Mm-mm. They aren't... They didn't tell you anything. There's no anything. explanation. They didn't try to convince you of anything. They didn't give you anything. It's they just, just... the inhuman voice. Yeah, but see, the thing is, like, you can tell that it's a voice, though. Like, that sound isn't, yeah, like, yeah. feedback. That's not... Like, you know, like when the TVs go on to, like, whatever that warning station, like the storm warning yeah, sound yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. it's not that sound. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no doubt in my mind that that sound is a person, um, and I think it is very likely that this actually happened. Uh, why? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. It could also just be this kid that was doing all this recording and stuff added that into his own recording. Like, it would have been really easy for him to fake it, and since he's the only one with a recording of it, the odds of it being fake is likely, but there's something, like, some deep base part of me knows that there's something more fucked up with that recording than just a teenage boy yeah and i don't know how to explain what it is i don't know what it is but some part of me knows that it's more fucked up than that yeah i don't like 
I didn't like the the Saturn sounds. Sky trumpets were weird, but this like I it's a visceral hatred. Yeah, exactly. Of what I heard, even like knowing it's coming. Like I've I listened to that two or three times last night, trying to like describe it in my notes because I didn't have words for it because it freaked me out so bad. But even knowing it was coming when you played it, I still just like immediately teared up. Like I was like, mm, yeah, so scary. Um. I will say the sky trumpets, though, I think would be the scariest in real life, because if you heard that on the radio, it would be awful and unsettling, but you could maybe write it off as a hoax. But if you heard that, like, deep, bassy, mechanical war of the worlds sound echoing around everything around you and the whole city heard it, like, something about that is so, like, beyond, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, that was fucking awful. Sorry, guys. Um, is that... Is that the end? That is. Did you save the worst for last? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I covered all the interesting ones. I mean, there there are obviously others. There's hundreds of thousands of unexplained sounds, but I think those are the ones that are most those are interesting the most interesting most, ones and most unexplainable. And, um, God, I never want to hear that again, but I know I I'm going to have to. I know. I'm so sorry you have to edit that. Maybe you can make Randall edit this episode <laughs> for us. Just call it. I'll favor. pay him. <laughs> Hi, Randall. Um, um, yeah, so, so fuck, if you need to yell at us, I will understand. You can do that on Twitter at Afternoonified, uh, Instagram at Afternoonified. Don't yell at us on Instagram, though. How fucking lame are you? Yeah, exactly. But yell at us on Facebook, because that's what we're there for. That's what Facebook's there for. Yeah, Facebook.com slash Get Afternoonified. Or if you want to yell at us directly without anyone else seeing, you can email us through our website at getafternoonified.com. You got it right this time. I did. I didn't put all the W's in front. Um, Because it's not 1997. Thank God. Um, (laughs) There you can also listen to past episodes. You can see our beautiful faces, read our bios. There are links to subscribe. Uh, You can donate. Donate lots of money. money. Even a little. A little goes a long way. Exactly. It would allow us to pay Randall to edit episodes that scare the shit out of Emily. (laughs) So that would Here's be nice. Here's $50. I never want to see this again. Yeah, basically. Um, what else? Uh, please like, subscribe, uh, rate. rate on iTunes. Reviews. I love reading your comments because most of them have been nice. Yeah. I was showing someone our podcast the other day because um, he was asking about it and he looked it up on iTunes while he was sitting right in front of me, which is always like really terrifying i'm like wait till you get home to look at this don't play it now well yeah he didn't play it but he had it up on itunes and apparently we have a pretty decent like rating 21 ratings yeah 4.5 out of 5 yeah i'm like what yeah you guys are the best yeah seriously Um, and if you guys don't like us a, how did you make it this far into the episode and why are you listening to this? But B, episode, don't like, tell 45. us why. I'm okay with our ratings. I mean, I'm not okay with our ratings going down. But if you're being honest and you're leaving a review, that's more important to me than our review staying. Constructive criticism. Although I'm going to head this off of the past. I know about our audio quality. Yeah. If you're going to comment on episodes that are from a year ago, like, shut the fuck up. We fixed it, bitches. Sort of. Kind of. Um, Audio's hard. You try this. so hard. No, don't try this because we don't need more competition. <laughs> Just listen to us and instead uh well um yeah yeah i'm just gonna let you now for the ads instead of our exit music i'm just gonna play that whole broadcast i'm not i'm not i would never do that to you guys um can we make that our new intro music no god i'm so upset about it i know that is the worst it's upsetting you actually give it about an hour you will forget like what it sounds like 
and it just makes it more terrifying every time like there's some part of your brain at least for me that blocks that sound out like i've already forgotten exactly what it sounds like i just know that i never want to hear it again i know but Uh, it is oh god all right so until next time which the next episode will be something that you guys fucking asked for literally asked and i do not want to hear any complaints all right bye bye
You're tuned to WKCR FM New York, 89.9 on your dial. Columbian music is running a little late. It will be starting in a few minutes. Like listening to podcasts? This spring, check out your favorite River City pods performing live on the Oregon coast. Undertow Comedy Festival features over 25 comedians from across the nation, taking over three historic venues, bringing laugh-filled nights to Lincoln City April 26th, 27th, and 28th. Passes on sale now at undertowcomedy.com. That's undertowcomedy.com. So what are you waiting for? Get pulled under. <laughs> 